everybody. Welcome to the Northwest Conversion Zone. Big D here with you, along with my uh, buddy Big Joe. How's Hello it going, Joe? Hello, everybody. It's going great. Double D's on the mic over there. Hey, Wonder Boy. Hey. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. This is episode number four. Episode four, The Empire Strikes Back. That's right. <laughs> right now, the letters are scrolling upwards. Yes. Uh, in a galaxy far away, in far, a land that away. we know nothing about. <laughs> No, we have, but hey, we want to thank you guys for your emails and for coming to the website, which is uh, nwconvergencezone.com. Yeah. And uh, we've been getting lots of people on there. Numbers are up. I'm loving it. And don't forget on iTunes. Tell your friends. Go to iTunes. Subscribe. Download it. We really appreciate that. We want to get, you know, kind of get the numbers up or whatever. This is. Our fourth episode, so it's going to take some time. But if you know, if you're talking to your friends or whatever, and you say, "Hey, there's this cool show," and go check it out. It's free, right? It's free. It's not costing you guys a always, dime. Always in my price range. Yeah, I love free. <laughs> free is I good. wish this was free for me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is uh, costing us a little bit, but that's all right. It's our gift, and we enjoy doing love. it. That's right, and cash. <laughs> so today we are going to talk uh, a little bit about dads and grads, and, and we've got some uh, other stuff to get to. But let's start off talking about uh, our pops, our dads, sure. the man, the old man, the guy, the pa. Uh, what else do you? What else do people call Padre? Padre, Padre uh, you know, just pops. the man, top of the top the of the pops, the uh, meal ticket. <laughs> the the ATM machine. That's right. <laughs> the bank. So I uh, am a dad. Or you're, you're a dad, as far as I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Double D. You're yeah, a dad. I'm a dad. I got my little six foot three guy next to me. Yeah. How does that work out? How do you oh. discipline a guy that's twice your size? Seriously, very okay. carefully, because you're what, like three two? No, come on, I'm four foot eight. That's true. I'm sorry, I shrunk you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so do you have to? You like seriously? You're like stare at his belly button and tell him now you listen. Well, I just hit him in his kneecaps. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's always that's always effective way. Except for when DSHS gets involved, those guys they always yeah. mess well, stuff no, up. No, no, that's if not you, good. Don't you know involved. how to hit him without making marks. There you go. <laughs> Wonder Boy, you got some marks over there that we can report. Not right now. No. <laughs> Not <laughs> right now. <laughs> You're waiting for him to slip up. It depends up. on how I answer this question. <laughs> well, I just want to stay, uh, take a moment to say happy Father's Day to my dad. He's a great guy. He's now living in Oklahoma. Let me tell you a little bit about my dad. Do it. My dad was uh, born in little small town in Texas, uh, grew up in a town gonzalez which is about an hour south of austin uh, my grandpa came over with i believe his parents from france and met my grandma she was german and you don't think that was a weird combo back then <laughs> frenchman marrying a german woman there was a little something going on there that's right my dad comes along he's the oldest he has six there's six of them brothers and sisters and he was the oldest uh he went away to he joined the service, came up to the Northwest, met my mom, who was working down here on Pacific Avenue at a place called uh, <laughs> the Triple X Root Beer. All right, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's some good stuff. Work, yes, I know. Uh, there's lots of things that can be triple said there. <laughs> <X>. <laughs> it was, that you know was some hot. 
The Triple X? Yeah. Did you I, I know of Triple X's, but I do not know that location. <laughs> no, I, yes, I was there as a kid, but it's not. That was some eye opening root beer. <laughs> <laughs> it, the Triple X is not what you might think it is. No, it's that's a root beer joint root down beer here. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's got right. still there, actually, but it's not it's called the Triple X. It's, or something. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, my dad met my mom, and then they got married and moved back down to Houston. And my dad got a job as a fireman. He was with the Houston Fire Department. Uh, also, in his off days, worked for Sears part-time, was a delivery guy. All right. So he was a hard-working guy. Heck and yeah. then they adopted, my mom and my dad adopted myself. Three years later, they adopted my brother. And uh, my dad was everything. He was my uh, Little League baseball coach. He was my fishing buddy he taught me how to throw a football play he played catch all the time taught me how to hit the ball took me to astro baseball games took nice. took me to football practice uh took me you know off to the, to the coast uh, he he and some buddies owned a shrimp boat for a while <laughs> <Right>. and <laughs> we would go down yeah him and, his, him and bubba one and yeah. bubba two All right uh then he we moved up here and uh, he actually took a job as a um, arson investigator with the Tacoma P Department, and not too long after that, they had some cutbacks, and he got cut. Really, I didn't know he was in the arson. Yeah, well, he was investigating me. <laughs> Little did he know. <laughs> yeah, he was he was arson investigator, and then that didn't work out. He got laid off and went through a succession of kind of odd jobs. But the, the, the biggest thing, uh, well, let me tell you something that I think is truly amazing about my dad. There was a train wreck in Houston back in the 70s. Right. And if it, to this day, if you watch the History Channel or, uh, you know, like the Science Channel, Discovery Channel, every now and then they do this top 10 train wrecks in the United States. This that. one is, is like in the top five. It's not number one but it's like four five or six every year what happened was a, a a train was coming in that had all kind of chemicals and uh I I, yeah i remember that. every every train car different compartment had different chemicals but none of them were listed <laughs> and it and it wrecked and so they put out the 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 call all the firemen showed up and there's actually a video that it shows the firemen coming up from my and you can see my dad walking up to it and they had it they had a guy up on a ladder spraying water down which they shouldn't have been because it was all they didn't know right and uh, it blew up and killed a few people okay. and uh knocked my dad out of commission that's one of the reasons he had to leave the fire department but he was a, he was involved in that and he has some amazing stories, and and that was like really gutsy to go and show up at that, and yeah, uh, that's what they you do. know, yeah, the heroes. Yep, good good times. So, Dad, love you. You're number one in my book, and uh, you know, you're a great guy. Taught me lots. Can't believe it. Put up with lots of crap. Taught me lots of stuff. Bailed me out of lots of things, and uh, taught me to be a good person. I'm sorry I didn't turn out like that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go back for those lessons. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you guys, how about your dads? Yeah. Uh, Go well, ahead. I, my yeah. dad's uh, basically born and raised right here in the Pacific Northwest. He was born in a little house just down here on 56th and Pine Street. Yeah. Way to give out our location. <laughs> That's right. I think we're That's being tracked. Where, <laughs> that's not where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
helicopter circling <laughs> up. <laughs> and then he, uh, grandmother was a single parent, single mom. She did a good job of raising my dad. <clears throat> yeah, what what happened to him? What happened to yeah his job with you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like just like you, I didn't listen. We all well. skipped that lesson. <laughs> sorry about. It. Go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. Was, shh, shh. So, um, my dad's a good dad in that he does. Uh, he taught me well on how to work and a good work ethic. He taught me a lot about construction and mechanical things and. He's done a lot of construction in the Northwest. He did. He built uh, an apartment complex, a uh, roller skating rink out in Spanaway, uh, a couple of shopping centers. What years did he own that rolling, roller skating rink? Ooh, I was, I Roughly. From, just, 1977. Yeah, right in the hip time. Oh, roller roller disco. Yes. Yes, we, I learned a lot at that roller yeah, skating rink. I'm sure you did. <laughs> <laughs> what was her name? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But, yeah, so my dad was a very good dad. He raised my brother and my two sisters and did a good job in teaching us right from wrong and good work ethic, and I really appreciate that. What about you, Joe? Way to go. Here, here to dads. Yep, here, here to dads. Well, my old man, which uh, I called him to my friends. I probably didn't call that to him. To his face too often, but uh, no, I would have been knocked into. I, I would have, I would have woken up right now. <laughs> right, right. Um, but uh, my dad passed in 1988, mm-hmm. and I'll keep it short and sweet, and I'll just tell a quick story on my dad because my dad was a pretty straightforward, serious guy. He had a sense of humor, um, and he could be fun, and he liked to have a good time. But uh, he was a pretty serious guy because he uh, was a tech guy at Boeing, uh, went to accounting school, so he was a numbers cruncher. So he was a true Northwest Boeing guy. <laughs> That's right. That's he was. awesome. He, and he yeah. retired from Boeing. And uh, so the other thing about my dad, my dad was a veteran. He was a Korean War veteran. Awesome. And uh, he was a Marine. He lost his leg in Korea, wow. so my dad was an amputee. But uh, one time I was at my grandma's house, and uh, we were visiting our grandma in White Center. And all you Northwest people don't call it Rat City because that really upsets me because that's where my grandma's house is at. <laughs> but uh, so my dad was leaving, and he was uh, on his crutches because he would go back and forth from his wooden leg to his crutches. So he was coming down the stairs of my grandma's uh, front door, and we were getting ready to leave. And my dad fell. And so he hit the ground. And my dad was a fairly good-sized guy. And um, he was a little shocked. And I'm sure he was embarrassed. And he got a little upset. And so we all kind of ran to his aid. And we were going to try to help him. And it's like, are you okay, dad, dad, are you okay? And uh, so as we were going through the process of getting ready to try to help him up and pull him up, he said, no, no, no. Don't ever move me, especially don't move me if I'm unconscious, unless I tell you. (laughs) So now, what had been a serious moment turned kind of comical, because even then, I probably was about 14 years old, and I looked at my dad, and my mom and my sister and my brother were kind of looking at each other, and they were looking at me with this look on 
if I'm unconscious, don't move me until I tell you. And I said, Dad, if you're unconscious, how can you tell us to move you if you're not conscious? And then my dad cracked a smile and he relaxed and, you know, he was good and he got up and he laughed about it. And it kind of became a funny family story. So I would just say in parting, uh, my dad was a good guy. I miss him and I think about him a lot. And uh, he did a lot for me and I think he helped me to become the person I am. And so thanks a lot, dads. And I'll just give a quick shout out also to... My father-in-law, who is my lovely wife, Lisa's dad, Tom Moberg, yeah. another great guy. A yeah, really, I, really good guy. He and is. So happy Father's Day to you and all the fathers out there. Yeah, I want to give it out to Jerry Feltham, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, that Talking about, he's an amazing guy. Top economist in Canada, taught at UBC, University of British Columbia. Uh, a total brainiac has written several textbooks that I can't even read the forewords to. <laughs> That's right. Yet he can sit down knowing that I I am who I am and talk hockey and just, you know, world politics and actually, you know, talk to me at, on a level where we're we're like equals. That's and, great. Yeah. Uh, That's dads, great. So don't forget the father-in-laws also. Yeah, and, and dads, the sometimes, you know, there's always times in your life where you look back where your, you know, dad whatever you had a tiff or whatever, maybe pain in the butt, but in the end uh, dads are top notch. We we love the dads. Thank you yep. so, so so much. Always amazing when you get so older. say thank thank you and say happy Father's Day right. to your dad because when they're gone, it's that's, that's tough. Right. You'll you'll miss them yeah. and you'll remember yeah. all. Well, the thanks good thanks a lot for that, guys. So happy right. Father's Day to everybody. Well, what so, about Wonder Boy? Yeah, Wonder oh, Boy. I guess we have to hear from Wonder Boy. Yeah, yeah. I like to hear. I really like to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. For those of you who don't know, Wonder Boy is the offspring of Double D. That's right. So, what do you what, tell us a little bit about how it it is living in the Double D household? Ah, uh, the Double D household um, is interesting. <laughs> we, well, you. I mean, I, I've I've learned learned a lot. I've learned. You know about cars, construction, and stuff. But it seems seems like every morning or whatever, I'll hear stuff like this. It's, it's like, it's like, and it's like he wakes you up with a hockey mask and a chainsaw. Is his name Jason? <laughs> what do you come from Texas? I think he means I'm working every on yeah. Oh, okay. I thought what a cruel way to wake up your son. <laughs> busting like, down the door. That'll get him out of bed. Go to work. <laughs> you know, it'll be you know. 7 a.m. He'll be like, well, let's go take down that, that tree in our front 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 yard. And I'll be like, oh, okay. So, you know, get up and we'll attach ropes to the tree and it'll come down. But, you know, it's it's always an interesting day. No, we used the chainsaw. We didn't well, use ropes. <laughs> <laughs> ropes to make it so it didn't hit the house. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah we know. get that. We got, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, but that would take a while with ropes. Yes. <laughs> Pull. <laughs> that's, Alex that's child is, labor. That's why uh, Wonder Boy here is so tall. Yeah. <laughs> I make him work. Stretch him out. Yeah. Stretch him out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. But you love your dad. Yeah. Oh, awesome. That's great. Yeah. And we've got good times together. It's also the season for graduation. Grads. Dads and grads. Dads and grads. Uh, graduation. I graduated high school in 1983. Yes. And you graduated in? Uh, 1975. Uh, <laughs> Double D? 
1986. Wonder Boy? It was supposed to be 1985, but... Yeah, stellar school system that you went through. It, uh, that... Helped I'll you out a lot. 2011. 2011. 2011. 2011. I think was that a rush album? <laughs> 2012. No, that's no. Let's not talk about that. That's Art Bell stuff. Uh, they do crazy things at grads though now. Graduations oh. now. Whacked out things. Insane. I mean, for a while there, it was all controversial as to you know whether you could say a prayer at uh you know grad that was the big news story right when i was graduating the craziest thing we did was like tape the 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 83 on our hats and oh man that was a big deal we got in trouble we weren't supposed to do that that's a really good thing to do though because in a graduation if you have something on your mortar board that's what the little hat is called oh thank you for that thank you cuz i a am, bomb i am a graduate and uh, yeah, is it really called a mortar board? A mortar yes, board. it is yeah. called a mortar board. Oh, yeah. Sounds like something the Iraqis are using. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but That's just a mortar. But the nice thing is, if you do that, which is a really cool thing to do, then you can sp- it helps spot the person in the crowd. Yeah, well, that's family. that's why I did it because I graduated uh, it's, it's with a genius. class of like thirteen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that they had trouble. Help. They had trouble uh, picking me out of the crowd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I gra- in nineteen eighty three, and yeah, and then I remember my cousin graduated down in Texas about a year, maybe two years later. And I went to his graduation, and it was the first graduation I went to where it was held outside. Oh, that's We don't do that here in the Northwest. No, because it rains. It rains yeah. That's right, uh, and it's winter now. Yeah, so, so. that's uh, we don't do that. But it was held outside, and <laughs> right during the, the principal's uh, speech, half of the group stood up. And it was a huge class, you know, like three, 400 or whatever. Right. One half stood up and said, taste great. <laughs> and then the other half stood up and said, less filling. <laughs> and they were just going, taste great, less <laughs> filling, and drowning him out. <laughs> and then what I didn't realize is they walked across, you know, they would announce their name and they would go up and shake hands everybody went up there and handed him a uh, miller light bottle cap <laughs> <laughs> that's good that, uh, that was some good planning yeah that's pretty good did anything happen to your grad uh nothing really too Do you radical. remember it uh well that could be part of the problem um <laughs> no the the most unique thing happened uh, or the most unique thing that probably happened was i had a buddy who uh when he went up and gave his name to be read um, he was one of the seventies guys, uh, a, a, a Caucasian dude that had the seventies. That would be him. white for those of you who are out That's there. That's right. We're getting technical. We don't want to insult anybody. <laughs> white um, dude. I don't know who I'd be insulting, but whatever. The white dudes. Yeah, the white dudes there. We're going to call myself now. Caucasian. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, uh, he, uh, had the 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 big seventies fro, and uh, he he was a bit of a wild man. He was my locker partner, and what I came to find out later that uh, he usually kept in our lockers. It's probably good that I didn't know, but we'll just leave that there. Yeah. Uh, but he uh, hopefully he, it's still there. Right. Right. But uh, he he gave his name, and it was Eric. Jimi Hendrix, and for his own protection, I won't say his last name. But <laughs> so he said his middle name was Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix, and wow. that, that got what a, a round of applause, man. and everybody liked that. But that was about the wildest thing. But this is my most current graduation story, which I just recently went to my wife's niece graduation. She just graduated was this that year. Here locally? It was here locally. Well, okay. it was up a bit towards the Great White yeah, North. But it was in the Northwest. Yeah, Marysville, Pilchuck High School. It was class. within the Convergence Zone. It was It was really probably closer to the Convergence Zone. But right. uh, So anyhow, she's, she's a graduate now, and she's a very nice, lovely young girl. Her name is Lacey. Hi, Lacey. And uh, so we were at the graduation. It was at the Everett Event Center. Very nice ceremony and everything. It's a nice place. It's a good place. But they had... 
um, kids perform before they started passing out the diplomas. Perform what? Uh, songs of their own writing oh. and, and uh, some musical things. And so there was this young man who played the guitar and wrote his own song and sang it. And the song uh, was, I believe, entitled No Regrets. And so he was up there singing. Oh, like a lovely sort of reflective ballad. Right, a reflective ballad nice. about your future life and do your own thing and go your own path and all those positive, happy things they tell you at graduation as you go out <laughs> into the real None world. it means anything. That's right. And then you get the culture shock. Absolutely. But uh, so he was singing and he was going along in his lyrics and... The lyrics were something to the to the effect uh, effect of uh, as you go through life and do your own walk, remember that it's always your best friends that suck the and I will leave that word out. But lock? Let's just say yeah, Is it, it rhymes with lock. Yeah, and so we don't talk like that here. So I'm no. no, so I'm sitting up in the stands, and I went. He really said that. He really said it. And I said, did I just hear that? And, <laughs> and I thought, well, maybe it's his, you know, his delivery, his, the way he phrases or something. Maybe I misunderstood. But then as I was looking across the uh, Everett Events Center, I was looking at people across from me and they started moving their heads like dogs listening. <laughs> and they were, they, were, they were acting surprised. And about every fifth person throughout the auditorium was looking surprised. And I thought. Did he say it again? No, he did not repeat the chorus. Just one time. He only did it one time. But then I started looking at people, and I looked down at my stepson, and he's a younger, pretty hip guy. And I looked at him, and he was laughing. So once I saw that he was laughing, I said, that confirms it. Brother. I did hear what I heard, and he did say what he said. Did they usher him right out of no, there? No, because what was really surprising about the thing is the kid was up on the stage because he was one of the performers. Yeah. And so he came back after he performed and went back up on stage. And I have binoculars so I could see where my niece was. And I was scoped in on him. And I was watching for the reaction from, uh, you know, Principal Skinner and uh, Superintendent <laughs> Chalmers. And uh, they all had looks on their face to kill. But they, it, was like, it was like they could not do anything. Yeah. And so he came back. but And the kid was not cocky. He went, he went back up real casually like nothing well, yeah. happened probably put some <laughs> shades on you know different wig but he but he didn't make a big deal out of it and then the only part where i blew it on was i was then they left the stage to when they were going to pass out the diplomas and the young man i was going to scope in on him when he walked across the stage and shook hands because i wanted to see their expressions and if they whispered to anything and pulled him in while he was shaking hands like you are done we can take this diploma away from you <laughs> no kidding i would have but anyhow so i haven't talked to my uh to my wife's niece since the graduation, but I'm sure there's some more scuttlebutt going on. So maybe I can fill you in on what happened to this young man later. But that was pretty somewhat shocking to me. Well, it right? reminds me of the, the Will Ferrell movie. Um, was that old school? Old school. Old school where he's getting married. Right. And they're dancing around and the guy up there singing the, the uh, Sticks song. <laughs> yeah. Was it You're My Lady? Yeah, something like that. And yeah. uh, slipping in a few words here or there. Right. And, uh, people are looking around what? like, what? Did he say that? And all of a sudden he hits the chorus. And, oh, yeah, he said it. Well, that was, yeah. <laughs> It was, it was the same situation. So all you kids out there, if you're going to perform at graduation, clean those lyrics Yeah, up. we don't on. need to hear that. No. And grandma doesn't need to hear that. Oh, no, grandma that's, was shocked. That's really funny. And, well, I guess we talked about it. Yeah, well, it was, it was, I got to admit, it was a little humorous for the shock factor. Double D, when you graduated, you graduated from the fine, a fine local institution. Anything happen on your graduation? 
it was very boring, and I wanted out so bad that it didn't matter what they said. They gave me the diploma. And that was it. I was out. I didn't care. Yeah. Well, one of these days we have to uh, talk about uh, college. You know, there you co- go. I, the yeah. college graduation was even weirder. I thought, and uh, or we should go into some pranks. Man, there were some pranks in college that were outrageous yeah see there's a reason why i didn't go to college because of the pranks yeah they'd all be used against me it would scare you (laughs) oh i saw some of the wildest pranks you've ever seen because my first year i went to school down in la and i was right by the school called cal arts or california school of the arts and they were all super creative all right i gotta tell this one sorry we're gonna divert we're gonna we're gonna divert here for a second this was the wildest prank i ever saw and I heard about it. I didn't believe it, and we drove down to see it. First of all, we got to tell Wonder Boy: do, ne- do don't not don't attempt this, us at home, silly. folks. I don't know what's coming up. Do- I don't know what he's saying, <laughs> but do not try this. Do at not my attempt house this at home or anybody else's house because it will. Oh, it'll backfire. Oh, yeah. But what happened was this guy had a room on the corner of the hall, so he had two. Uh, two sides that were all windows. Two windows. And he, with the the guy from the room, went away for the weekend. And what his buddies did was they got that really thick, uh, clear plastic. You know, like that. What is that? Thirty mil or what? What's yeah. the real thick real stuff? Thick. Anyway, the real thick, and they they covered, they layered his whole room, everything intact. All the lamps were up, and all his books were on the table. They they just covered the whole room all the way up to where the wind, the top of the windows were. So probably about eight nine feet high. And at the top of each window, they had the old windows that would push out. Mm-hmm. And what they did was, is they layered this room and then they stuck a hose in the top and <laughs> filled his room with water and then threw fish in there. And so when this guy came back, he put his key in the door and opens it and there's this wall of water and he can see oh, in his room, wow. he can see everything and there's fish floating <laughs> around in there. And one of them was like a, like a, like a dogfish, those baby sharks. Just swimming, swimming around. By. So he goes outside and an from aquarium. and yeah, his whole room became an aquarium. <laughs> and we heard about it at my campus, which was oh probably a couple of miles away. Rumors got out, and all of a sudden it was like everybody was flocking down there to see this. It was wild. It was crazy. So, I, I, that's the biggest, hugest prank pulled off I've ever seen. So then they had to stick the hose in and reverse it out, like draining your water bed. Pretty much. Does anybody remember water beds? Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thankfully, those are gone. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so grads, congratulations. Congrats, grads. Go through your graduation process. And listen. Get have a, fun. Yeah, and get, hurry up and get a job and start paying for well, my social nobody's, security. Nobody's Please. getting jobs right now. Oh, man. Nobody's getting jobs right now. Come on, you're my retirement. Hurry up. Yeah, well, they'll just be sitting around listening to this show and listening to their iPods. Maybe uh, maybe they'll throw on some, like, some Santana or Kiss. Speaking oh, of. Yes, there's... Uh, Something happening on that front. I don't know if anybody's heard this story about the little feud that flared up between uh, Gene Simmons of Kiss and... Who can uh, be a real jerk. Yeah, but uh, he actually was pretty classy in this uh, situation, and uh, it flared up between him and Carlos Santana, which Carlos actually criticized him where what where was this in an interview it was in an interview right okay and it was and he uh criticized gene and the boys from kiss saying that they 
were not musicians. They were <laughs> entertainers. Well, and they don't really play instruments like, oh, you know, Coltrane and and well, Hendrix and, and other types of people. But uh, the funny thing about it is, like we were saying, is Gene was totally cool. And he said, hey, that's fine. I respect Carlos. I, I, I admire him. He, he's, he's a good person. And that's why uh, menus have so many choices. He says, yeah, we, uh, we are entertainment. And, uh, you know, Carlos is entitled to his opinion. Yeah, so but what, what was Carlos taking lessons from Billy Bob Thornton on interviews? I, I don't know. Yeah, why, was was he, why, would, why would he take shots at Kiss? Well, here's the funny thing. Is he said, listen, I'm mad now. I'm an official member of the Kiss Army. Well, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. But he basically said, uh, Carlos, that Kiss is a Las Vegas entertainment act, which oh, is kind of please. ironic since Carlos plays just signed Vegas. a huge deal at the Hard Rock to play exclusively at the Hard Rock in Las oh, Vegas. Brother. So, you know, that's a little a hypocritical little, there. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. Look, I Kiss think- is, uh, well, when I was growing up, Kiss blew everybody's mind. Absolutely. They, they came when Kiss came around. A great show. Oh, I saw him in concert in like 1978, I believe, and was the it blew my mind. It was the first time I saw fire pots, laser lights, uh, you know, the, the spitting the blood and the fire, and uh, it was crazy. I mean, it right. was just it was it was mind blowing. And I have seen Santana, and Santana is a fantastic museum. Yeah. I like Carlos Museum. Yeah, he's a museum. <laughs> he's an old museum. <laughs> or musician. One of the two. <laughs> now he's going to the museum. Yeah, we need to shelf that guy. <laughs> but uh, Kiss, okay, so Kiss may not be the most talented uh, no, at their music, no, but they all along they were a gimmick. But they were a gimmick that gimmick that worked. And you still look. You can't criticize the classic rock and roll three chord formula. It's been going on for fifty years. There's nothing Everybody, wrong with they that. They still do it now. And what do you think Green Day is? That's right. And there's an appeal to yeah, that. Three and that's chords, what gets people and up out. and moving. Yeah. So I don't know what he's talking about, but uh, Carlos needs to just chill out a he little bit. He needs to meditate. Yes, he does. <laughs> Jeez, brother. But uh, Kiss, I saw Kiss in, like I said, 1978, and that was back when they did not have uh, signed seating. It was festival. It, it was festival seating before the Who tra- got, you know, those people got trampled <laughs> yeah, in Cincinnati. Yeah, that's not good. So I remember that uh, I, we, my friend bought some tickets. And we skipped school, and we took the bus up to Seattle, went to the old Seattle Center Arena, and sat out there all day with no money. (laughs) We were starving. And there's a 7-Eleven staring us in the face right across the street over there. I don't know if I like where this story's going. Uh, Yeah, so... (laughs) Anyway, we were, uh, I just remember finally, finally, finally the doors open and we take off and we're running in there and there's three of us and the two of us get to our seat and we turn around and there's the, you know, the other guy, he's nowhere to be found. <laughs> and we look back and we're, we're, you know, you're hovering over these seats. You're trying to hold this seat. Everyone's crushing in and they're taking everything. You can't save seats or whatever. And still this guy, nowhere to be found. Don't know where he went. So... About 20 minutes later, he finally, we see him wandering around, and we're waving at him. He comes up. We ask him, what happened? Well, he took a right turn. 
He went running the wrong way. He zigged. So because the double doors open, you hand him your ticket, and then you take off through this corridor, and then you hit the arena doors, and then you go down into the arena. Well, a lot of people who like to sit up top take take that right and head for the stairs, and he went with them. <laughs> <laughs> but when they came out, they were yeah, that was an amazing show. And uh, I've been to Carlos. I like Santana, but at the same time, you know, it's a whole different deal. Right. Well, like he, you know, like uh, Gene said, you know, that's why menus have choices. That so. amazes me. You guys ever been to a concert, Kiss concert, no. Santana concert? No. What what's what concert have you been to, Double D? That's it. <laughs> You've never been to a concert. That's I don't know. I haven't. That's ne- really really. I have not never been to a uh, none none. Now, well, for some of these uh, questions to Double D. We have to get that drop in of the crickets chirping. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. I am shocked. I am absolutely stunned. I well, know that, Wonder Boy's been to some, right? It has yeah. something to do with the uh, educational establishment that I went to. Oh. Well, but part of it too is uh, you know it's expensive. It's if crazy. I had, I have a lot of the tickets from all the concerts I've been to in my life. If I had them all up, it's probably my retirement. Right. Me too. But yeah, see, that's what be... I'm working on. Yeah, that's that's the reason. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joe, we've been to some pretty good shows. Oh, a lot of good shows. I got okay. I got another concert story for you. This is like this is probably the worst concert I've, experience I ever had. Then we'll shut this down. My my two daughters love the Backstreet Boys. Do you remember the Backstreet Boys? Oh, yes, we yeah. do. Okay, well, I would love Why? to forget those guys, but. They were around, what? I think everyone. Yeah, we all want to forget the Backstreet Boys, and I especially so. (laughs) So they, on my days off, which were in the middle of the week, they happened to be playing in Portland before they got here. And I knew I could not take them to the the show here. I wanted to do something special for them, so I bought three tickets to go see the Backstreet Boys. So we drove down, excuse me, to Portland and wanted to beat all the rush hour traffic, so we got there early. And parked at the Rose Garden. We're hanging out, and they had this rock, this uh, top forty station. I believe it was Kiss or something. Uh, had their booth up, and they had this makeshift stage. And they were doing. They had some local acts up there singing and and everything. And we we just were kind of wandering around, killing time. And they and they started this giveaway. This they this announcement that they were going to be giving away stuff. And this girl, there were only probably about 100 of us standing around. It was still pretty early. And this girl was going around handing out raffle tickets. And she gave one to each of the girls, and she handed one to me, and I said, no, thanks. And she said, no, 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 here, take it. I said, no, I don't, trust me, there's nothing that you got that I want. (laughs) So she kind of of wandered for a second. Nobody would, she just, so she said, no, please, just take it. So I said, oh, fine. I took it, stuck it in my pocket, and and, and we left. We went to go grab a bite to eat. Showtime's probably in about 40 minutes, so we start heading back to go to our seats, and uh, we're walking back by the stage, and they're doing the drawing. Doing the raffle. Doing the big was raffle. Was a dream date with the Backstreet Num- Boys? Top, <laughs> top prize was were front row seats for two oh, and backstage to meet the boys. Whoa, that's always good. Yeah, I'm, I guess. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm not saying for this Se- particular second, concert. But. Second prize, uh, the second number two prize or whatever were two front row tickets and then the third one was like some t- swag t-shirts and different stuff sure. so they start they read off the first number and we're walking by and uh, somebody gets all excited because and now the crowd's huge right it's everybody's filing in right they read off the second number for the front row tickets and my daughter who's looking at hers intently 
says, oh, man, one number. What? And I said, well, that's got to be your sister then. So my, you know, Shawnee looks at hers. Nope, not me. I look at mine. It's me. <laughs> yeah, Dad. <laughs> Dad sure. wins two front row seat tickets to back up, upgrade. Wow. So there are, but there are three of us. And I'm dressed in, I've got blue jeans and I have a nice shirt on and a black leather jacket, that black leather jacket I have. Yes. And I, and if you don't know, I'm bald and kind of tall, husky. He's, he's, he's got a shaved head. He's yeah, I got bald. a shaved head. So we go up there to claim the prize. And I said, look, there's three of us and I've got three tickets to this show. Is there any way, you know, you can finagle another one so I can sit with my daughters? No, it's just two. I'm sorry. So I'm like, oh, great. We don't want you in the front row. So we take, <laughs> no kidding, you'll scare the kiddies. Yeah, right. So I, we go in, I sit the girls down, and I ask one of the uh, security guys, I said, these are my daughters, and I think they were like 11 and 8 at the time. And I said, could you watch them? Because I'm sitting up way up there. And I will be able to see them, but when the show's over, just have them stay here, and I will come down. Yeah. So very cool. They're, they are thrilled, excited to death. In fact, the first thing I said to them is I turned them around towards the audience, and I said, look out at the audience. There are people who would kill to be right here, and this is the best seat you will ever have in your life. And it will be You will be moving back gradually every concert you go to from now on. That's right. And now say with me, losers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but here's the, here's the crazy part. So I go up to my seats, right, and they're, they're like – to, if you're looking out from the stage, you're on the left-hand side, up in like the two or 300 level. And I go to my seats. And mind you, I have three tickets. tickets. Yeah. So I sit down in the middle one so I can spread out. So spread I have out. two empty seats beside me. And I look around. I hear kind of whispering. <laughs> people, yeah. are, people are kind of <laughs> whispering. It's all 14 and under <laughs> girls and their moms. Oh, and no. me. <laughs> Sitting there with my leather jacket, my, <laughs> my boots, mm. my blue jeans, and all the mothers are kind of huddling their daughters together. I, they probably thought you were a cop, but I mean, why is there going to be cops in a Backstreet Boys concert? I don't, I don't think they were thinking cop. <laughs> oh, yeah. I uh, so. They're like huddling. I need the cop. Yeah, they're huddling their kids together. They're kind of looking back at me. And I finally kind of dawned on me what's going on here. So, <laughs> don't look at it. <laughs> yeah, don't make eye contact with the man. So what I did was uh, the, a lady in front of me, I noticed she had binoculars. So the way I got out of it was I leaned forward and she kind of leaned away from me. And <laughs> I said, excuse me, you mind if I borrow your binoculars? Because my daughters uh, won tickets and they're down in the front row. I am a parent. I am a parent. I do have kids. They're down there. And she, so she said, oh, sure. And she hands them to me and I'm looking down. And the kids wave up at me and I wave back. And you could, the whole section gave this collective sigh of, oh, jeez. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> that was my worst. And that was the worst show I've ever been to. It was horrible. It was awful awful but the girls loved but it the girls loved it they uh they squirted you know water bottles off the stage and it got on their backstreet boys t-shirt and they swore they'd never wash them in the whole shebang that's a great story so, was, yeah, man. I, was, I bet now i know what your girl's father's day tribute story is gonna be <laughs> yeah, that day, is it the day dad took them that's right to the backstreet boys the okay day, all right we're out of here folks Really, thank you so much for tuning in. I uh, hope it's entertaining to you, and you'll come back. Uh, happy Father's Day. Yeah, we have yeah. a good time. But happy Father's Day to the dads, grads. Congratulations. Way to go. Get out in the world. Show us how it's done. Absolutely. And um, North NWConvergenceZone.com. Go to iTunes. 
Subscribe, download, tell your friends. We will see you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening. And you stay classy, Tacoma. Hey guys, this is Big D here. I just want to uh, give you a little announcement. If you happen to be in the Tacoma area or the Tacoma, Seattle area on July 3rd, uh, 3 p.m. to dusk at the Tacoma Lions Church, which is on South 24th and Orchard. It's right across Highway 16 from Cheney Stadium. There's going to be a block party and car show. Double D, Wonder Boy, myself will be there hosting the car show. It's fun for everybody. Bring the kitties. They have uh, blow-up uh, bouncy houses, inflatables and stuff, and also a, a carnival. L plenty of food to eat. And for the dads, great cars, great classic old cars to check out. That's July 3rd, 3 p.m. to dusk, and hang around for the fireworks that they blow off at, Ch at Cheney Stadium afterwards. Uh, we hope we see you there. <laughs>